0: You've probably heard a lot about sin, if you're a Christian or even if you're not a Christian. Lots of different lessons about sin or conversations about sin. You might necessarily have even heard of somebody calling out specific sins. Maybe they're calling out things that are popular in the culture right now, such as sexual sin or whatever else is out there. And it might leave you with the question of, Is there any sin that is so bad it can't be forgiven? Or you might ask the question differently. Is any specific sin worse than another sin? Like, oh, lying's big, but it's not as bad as this. You might ask that question. Or you might struggle with comparing your sin to others. Like, oh, I may struggle with... ...telling lies, but at least I'm not a murderer, or at least I'm not a blank, insert whatever sin you're comparing yourselves to. But, I want to look at a couple passages in Scripture. I want to start in Matthew chapter 12, verse 31, to set the context here. Jesus has performed signs and miracles... And yet, people still doubt him. They say, oh, he's not performing these miracles and signs and healings through the power of God. He's doing it through the power of demons. And Jesus then answers our question of sin. He states, quote, in verse 31 through 32, Therefore, I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven, people but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. We see Jesus answers the question, any sin that we may commit in this world or have committed will be forgiven, of course, if we turn to acceptance that Jesus Christ has dealt with our sin on the cross and that he offers forgiveness and mercy to us through acceptance and faith. But, Obviously, we have to accept what he's done on the cross. We see that every sin has been forgiven. So that means sexual sin, adultery, idolatry, murder, stealing, whatever other sin out there has been forgiven and will be forgiven, as Jesus states. But, he says, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And what exactly is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? He states, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit or speaking ill words of the Holy Spirit. Well, in the direct context, what Jesus is stating is simply denying the gospel, denying Jesus and denying the works of the Holy Spirit, stating that uh, when you question God in terms of denying God, obviously it's okay to ask questions, but if you're questioning the power of God in a way of denial and rejection, stating, oh, you don't believe the gospel, how could that happen? Or how could Jesus do any of that? Or how could he raise from the dead? I just don't buy it. It must have been evil, or it must have not happened, so on. If you deny the Lord and deny the works of the gospel, then that's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. In other words, what Jesus is stating is, every sin will be forgiven except the sin of rejecting Jesus, rejecting the gospel, God, the Holy Spirit, the whole works. When you don't accept the gospel, obviously we know the answer. To be saved, you accept the gospel, but if you deny the gospel, you will not be saved. And that is what Jesus is stating. The sin of denying the gospel and rejecting salvation through faith in Jesus Christ and the works of the cross, that's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Saying ill things against the Lord and blatantly rejecting Him, that is the sin that will not be forgiven. That's why on Judgment Day there will be people that are sadly not saved, even though it says every knee will bow, they will understand and believe then, but it will be too late because they've lived a life of rejecting God, and that sin can't be forgiven unless, of course, you turn and repent. Now, if somebody has lived their whole life denying the gospel, uh, such as the Apostle Paul, he denied and was persecuting the body of Christ, but we see that he repented and he was saved and he went on to spread the gospel to the whole world. In your life, you can still repent of that, and it will be forgiven then. But if you live a life of blatant rejection of the gospel and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and you die, and you leave from this world with that rejection, that sin will not be forgiven, and you will have to pay that consequence. Unless, of course, you repent and turn from it now, and accept that Jesus has paid the consequences for all of our sins. We also see this answered, again, through example, In Acts chapter 2, verse 36, where Peter stood up in front of everybody in Jerusalem and he spread the gospel. And he states in verse 36, Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter states... Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. We see here that these people were rejecting Jesus and rejected the gospel, and they crucified him. We all have, right? Because of our rejection and our sins, or excuse me, let me backtrack. Because of our rejection of God, we led a life of sin. And because of that rejection and sin, we put Jesus on the cross. Because it obviously took the cross and what Jesus went to on the cross in order to pay for our sins and forgive us. So, we were all guilty of putting Jesus on the cross. But when we hear the gospel, we understand that Jesus was put on the cross by us and for us. And so, when we accept that, we're cut to the heart and we ask God, What must we do? And God gives us the opportunity to repent and be saved. We have to repent and be baptized, and then and only then are we forgiven of our sins. As it states, when you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, we're forgiven at that point, when we turn from our rejection and accept what Jesus has done on the cross. So the worst thing we can do is deny the gospel, reject God, and not live a life of faith. Because if we live a life without faith and complete rejection of the gospel and then leave this earth, well, we never accepted the gospel, and so we won't be saved. The Bible says those that believe and are baptized will be saved, For God so loved the world, he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. The point is, we need to accept the gospel. If we don't, that's the worst sin we could ever do, rejection of Jesus. But there's a chance to repent. And if we repent, our sins will be forgiven, as well as all of our other sins that we have in this life. But if we continue to reject, there's no forgiveness for you. There's no forgiveness for any of us if we live a life of rejection. But as long as we have breath... In our lungs, we can repent and be saved if we simply accept the gospel and accept that what Jesus has done on the cross is and was sufficient for your sins, my sins, and any sins that we have committed, are committing, and will commit. We need to have faith in the gospel. And then and only then, as we've talked about in previous lessons, does that lead us to true repentance of the other sins in our lives, such as stealing, lying, sexual sin, murder, all the other Perhaps, dare I say, activity-based sins, those are washed away through repentance. But the biggest thing and the first thing we need to turn from in our walk with the Lord, or before we can begin a walk with the Lord, is stop rejecting the gospel, stop rejecting the works of the Holy Spirit and God, and accept it. Then and only then can we have faith, be saved, and our other sins, all of our sins, be washed away and repented of. And so when we state in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Repent and be baptized, what we need to repent of is the worst sin ever, and that's the rejection of Jesus and our rebellion against God that put Jesus on the cross. So the worst sin you can do is deny the Lord or the works of the gospel, but it's never too late to turn from that. Now, I state that it's the worst, but I don't want you to think that, Oh, I'm not doing that, so that means I can commit all the other little sins. All sin is evil, all sin is bad, and all sin put Jesus on the cross. Your quote, little ones or big ones. It's all equally as bad and evil and you need to repent of it because God's holy standard has not changed and we should honor God's salvation by repentance of those activity-based sins and all other sins. But none of that can happen without repenting of the biggest of all and that is our blatant rebellion and rejection of the gospel and of God's mercy.